Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Food, Wine, and Whiskey in Your Own Backyard. And today, we're, we're actually doing a podcast on-site at a, at a restaurant that I really enjoy. And I've been a handful of times already, and, and Sean Fitzsimmons, Sean's joining us. John. Hello, hello. And Sean was nice enough to have me come up uh, last year. I guess it wasn't too long after they had opened and experience a kind of, well, it wasn't kind of, it was a Fort Bend foodie uh, promotion night. They were doing a special thing that night, and I got to attend, and it was really cool. And after that, I was hooked on the food. I mean, the food was just fantastic, so I'd been up several times. And I'm just going to say the, the place we're at, the place we're talking about, is Essentials Kitchen, and it's owned and run by Chef Martinez. And Chef Martinez is nice enough to join us today, too. How are you doing, Chef? I'm doing great. Happy to have you here at my house. We, we appreciate you letting us, one, just have an interview with you and talk about what you do and when you bring to the community for us. And you're nice enough to let us come out to your restaurant and do it. So thank you for doing that. No, thank you for uh, coming at my restaurant and uh, talk about what we're doing here. Well, we, lo- we love your food. I mean, you've got just some amazing stuff here. We can't wait to talk about that. But I think let's talk a little bit about you and your background first. Well, yeah. um, sorry, uh, Rob. Uh, um, I'm Venezuelan. I was born in Venezuela uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, I moved to Montreal, Canada in 1994. That's when I found out uh, my passion for I, I always say it's not about only cooking, it's about people. And cooking is the, uh, the, uh, the way of getting to connect to people. And uh, the more uh, people like my food, the more I want to do it. Yeah, so what you kind of told me was you, you left Venezuela right. and wanted to, to leave. And you came to Canada to start. Montreal. And you Canada. needed a job. Yeah, you went to Montreal, needed yeah. a job. And you, you happened to get a job at a restaurant as a dishwasher. Right. And at that time, you had no, no love of food, no knowledge of food. It was just kind of you needed a job, and that's kind of where you started. That's that was what your first is. exposure to restaurant in the kind of the food scene. Right, right. Okay. Uh, I, had, I had the opportunity to work with a, a very good chef that became my friend later um, who taught me uh, the, uh, the um, respect for cooking and respect for the kitchen and for respect what you're doing. And uh, I fell in love with what he was doing. And I wanted to be better. I, I, like I told you last time when we met, uh, I started as a dishwasher. And uh, I probably say that I was the best dishwasher in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to uh, do something, be the best at it. That's right. That's or right. at least try. That's right. That's right. So uh, I got the opportunity with this chef to start cooking and uh, practice with uh, ingredients that I never knew and I never knew that existed. Uh, you said he, they, they saw something in you. They, they saw something in you and said, the okay, drive. we got to get this guy cooking some food. The drive. I wanted to be the b- best I could every, t- every day. So uh, they gave me opportunities to do many things, uh, from inventories to fresh pastas. Uh, I was doing breakfast at the beginning, sorry. And uh, uh, the chef would come for lunch, so I jump in the dishes, and then uh, the chef would go and do dinners. And they had a dishwasher for me, they would quit on me because uh, what he was doing, it was too much. That's what I was doing (laughs) before I went to the kitchen. Well, the one thing that stood out to me was they, they saw that you kind of developed or, or realized you had a passion for food. And tell me if I, if I remember this right. They, they helped you through uh, get to and through culinary school. Well, yes. It um, wasn't the restaurant itself. It was me. Uh, and uh, when I went to culinary school, when I, this, when I noticed, realized that I was good at it, 
I said that, that if I was going to do it, I was going to do my best to do the, be the, the better, better chef. And uh, I went to culinary school six okay. months after I got there. And uh, six months after I got there, I already spoke French. And uh, when I went to the culinary school and they saw that I was speaking French already in six months that I got to Montreal, they saw my drive and they, the school gave me these. these uh, okay, so it was the school who gave yes. you the scholarship. Right. Oh, okay, that's so awesome. The school gave okay. me the scholarship. And uh, um, I did that for a year and a half in Montreal, but I had to keep working. <laughs> so we're just going to tell the folks kind of quickly, you know, I was tr wanting to get the story of how you got to Katy. You're from Venezuela, and the story was, you know, you, you went to Montreal, to Canada. Right. That's where you kind of fell in love with food. And from there, you went to New Jersey and worked for a while. And then right. you went to Florida and worked for a while. Was that my worst? Florida, then New Jersey. Then New Jersey. Right. And then was it back to Florida? For no, 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 no. Then I, to Katy. Uh, from, from New Jersey to Katy. Um, okay. So uh, you, you've been around the last few years. This all started bit. in yeah. 2001, 2000, right around uh, there? Well, 2001, I got to New Jersey, okay? Uh, I, went, I moved to Montreal in 1994, and in uh, 95, I was going to culinary school. Um, worked in restaurants in, uh, in Montreal, one of the best Italian restaurants that in, in Montreal. And um, then I, I found a job in QS, uh, it's a long story, so I don't... So you were on the East Coast, kind of right. Key West to, to back to Jersey. Right. What made you finally go, you know what, we're going to go to Texas and Houston area, specifically Katy. How did you end up here? Well, I was looking for, for, for a change. I was in New Jersey. I felt like I, at, the, at the restaurant I was at, the company I was working at, I felt like I, the cage was getting too small for me, and I wanted to set free. And I started talking with people, and as a friend of mine that his brother lives here, told me about Katie, and uh, put that into the back of my head, and I said, uh, I told my wife, let's go check it out, let's see what happens there. Uh, came here to see, uh, to see what, how it was, never knew what to expect, and uh, the friendliness from people was amazing. I, I, I used to get hugs from everybody. <laughs> you know, that, that, you know Sean, that's, that's something we hear so much <laughs> of people who we talk to about Katie is just always the people who welcome them in and so friendly and right. glad you're here right yep nobody moves here for the tropical views or anything <laughs> like that <laughs> it's you know the people and the schools and the culture and all the diverse backgrounds and all of that so yeah. you got to katie and uh i think you told me you know you you, you brought a catering business and that's kind of how you started. right uh i've been around like, like you said and uh but when i got here to katie i didn't know anybody and uh, uh, it was a it was really tough I was to to get known by people um, at the beginning, but I was doing private parties, private uh, private caterings, uh, private caterings, and uh, people were talking. I started talking about what I was doing, and that's why my name is spread out. And I did it for three years here in Katy before I opened the restaurant. And then you were able to get some brick and mortar. Right here we are. Right. And I want to let everybody know that you, you speak English, Spanish, Italian, and French. Right. All with an accent. That's quite <laughs> impressive. Now, you're also Italian trained as a chef, right? Right, you're, right. Okay. So when you come up to, and we're going to talk about the food dishes here in just a minute, but you're going to see some pasta dishes on his menu, and, and there's a reason for that. I'll tell you, when I first came, I was like, okay, not sure why there's some mm -hmm. um, Italian-style dishes on this menu. After getting to, to meet and visit with Chef, now I completely understand it. He has that background, so he wants to put it on the menu. And I'm glad he, he does because I enjoyed it 
enjoy it, and it's uh, one of my son's favorite dishes is your pasta. So. Thank you. All right, let's get into some food, Chef. So you came to Katie, man, you opened your restaurant, and we've been very appreciative. And that, that started in, uh, I believe it was August of 2018, so you're a little right. over a year celebrating over a year. being open. Right, right. Okay. Very excited about the first year and uh, very excited about, about what's coming next. So one of the things that I think you're known for, and I think people who know who the restaurant know who you are is known for, Sean, the dish is? Paella. <laughs> the best paella certainly that I've ever had. And, uh, you know, Leanne lived in Spain for a little bit as a kid and has loved paella ever since then. And she says it's the best paella she's ever had outside of Spain. So I think it's interesting, you know, your fusion style of food that brings together, you know, some really cool Mediterranean type flavors and a lot of, you know, the Italian side and the Latin American side. I think it, it brings a really unique spin. It does. Mm -hmm. And South American is kind of your base for the restaurant. But like Sean said, you do have some of that fusion of some other flavors and styles in there, which I, I absolutely love. I think it's great. Um, but, look, Chef, let's let you talk about some of yeah, your, it, your, it your is, signature it, it, dishes. It, is, it was hard for me uh, when I was thinking of a concept, uh, what kind of restaurant I wanted to open, because I was trained in Italian cuisine for many years. Uh, I, if uh, my former boss, uh, when I used to work in New Jersey, hears this, uh, he always says that I should have opened an Italian restaurant. Uh, but uh, my roots are Venezuelans. That's what I grew up with. Uh, my father is from Spain, so I have this Mediterranean also uh, um, background. And uh, <coughs> uh, I wanted to blend everything that I learned throughout the, my career. Um, with the techniques that I do in Italian cuisine and using it on my, my South American uh, background. So that was tough to, to, to create, no? Uh, little by little, we've been a kind of a molding the concept <laughs> a little better. Uh, paella was something that, uh, that I learned many years ago. And uh, I had as a special, I wanted to do it just on Wednesdays. But <laughs> after Sean came over, he got very popular. Yeah. So that now we're doing a, a cauliflower rice paella for those are keto friendly. Yeah, we're going to get into that in just a minute, some of the new menu items you have. But let's talk about your signature dishes. One is paella, which is we love. And right. I just want to tell everybody, if you haven't had it here before, when you come up, know that it's a dish that can be served two to three people. Yeah, two, yeah. two people easy. D depends, I think, you know, if you... If that's going to kind of be an appetizer or a main dish that you're splitting with people and you're ordering some other things, I think you can get, you know, a good, nice size little appetizer plate for probably four people out of one paella. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I would, to that point, I think it's a great way to, when you come up here for the first time, do exactly that. I mean, if you can come with a group of four or six, mm -hmm. chef's going to take care of you. Right. But order several things off the menu, and he's got all kinds of things to pick from. And, and when we first came, it was great because that promotion that night through Katie Fort Bend Foodies was just that. It was a lot of different dishes that you put together, family right. style, that we could try. And I would just suggest, you know, whether you're coming for an event or you're just coming with a group of people, order several things, kind of family style, share it, and enjoy all the different flavors Chef puts together. But paella is, is one. And then what paella, else do you have? Paella, we have the tostones, which is a fried green plantain uh, twice. with a fries, mash, and refries, or maybe we make a sandwich with it. Arepas, which is a Venice, national Venezuelan sandwich with, with uh, corn flour. Great. 
corn flower patties that uh, we open like a pocket and we stuff it with whatever we want to have uh, or stuff it. Uh, pasta ceviches are, are very popular also here. Uh, everything here, I just want to highlight this, that, uh, that uh, <coughs> everything that we do here is fresh made. We do everything on site. So if you wanna you wanna enjoy your meal, just come and don't, don't come in a rush. And it's made to order. <laughs> made so to order. So it's not made sitting to order. back there. When uh, they order it, that's when you start to make it. Correct. So let's just come and enjoy yourself for a little correct. while. You're not gonna correct. get in and out really quick. You yeah. wanna have them hang out with you a little bit. Correct. Correct. Uh, I think this is a, the uh, the main idea of a restaurant. Going to a restaurant is uh, just relax, enjoy your your company, and uh, enjoy the glass of wine, uh, and uh, wait for the food to come the way it's supposed to be served. And don't I mean, rush it out. That's what food's all about, right? right. Bringing people together. And that's so what it's all about. You that's letting us I hang out for a little while. I, <laughs> I love that, that you do it that way. So, What else, Chef? You got uh, ceviche? We had the ceviche, empanadas, the tostones, the uh, the paella, of course. And uh, we are trying to, on Wednesday, we do tapas. Uh, tapas is a Spanish dish that... Uh, uh, in Barcelona, they have uh, these. Uh, well, okay, let's talk about you, you. You have three nights of the week that you kind of do specials. Right. So let's go ahead and touch on those since you brought it up. Well, let's start with Tuesday. Tuesday is Tuesday is steak night. Okay. Steak night. Tell us a little uh, bit about that. Every Tuesday, we try to come come out with a different steak and a different side. Uh, normally, um, I like to get the feeling of the people that comes. I want to have the steak, and I, I offer them the different sides they want to have or the different sauce they want to have it's not a set steak that I, that's what you have uh, I, I want you to enjoy your, enjoy your wow. steak the way and, you want and I like one. that yeah I think that's really neat I've got a couple steak suggestions for you though that I haven't seen yet Okay, how about, I, how I don't know if I know one. Uh, you probably uh, do. How about a picanha? Uh, can you do a picanha yeah. night? Well, yeah, of course I do. Pica I can do picanha night. Yeah, uh, or we in a fraldinha night. Fraldinha. Yeah. Oh, you're going, you're going that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's actually, good. that's probably one of my favorite cuts of beef. Okay. Yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, um, when I started this, I posted a picture of a steak that I did at a party. It was in a beautiful uh, medium rare piece of steak. And uh, <coughs> it was a tri-tip. Okay. When uh, that picture was a tri-tip. And uh, many, many people came because of that picture. They wanted to have that. And uh, uh, that day I had ribeye, so they were a little disappointed that they were they didn't have the <laughs> cut that they wanted from the picture. So uh, the following week I had both. I had a New York strip, and I had I had the uh, tri tip, and I served both. And the people went for, uh, they liked better the tri tip than the ribeye. And uh, even if they were cooked the same way with the same sauce and the same side, it was just a different a different meat. And uh, Try to became a little more popular on the on the, on the steak knives, but I also I found a farm that is, is growing uh, um, um, raising a wagyu beef. So I sometimes I use I use their beef. It's okay. a little more expensive, but uh, yeah, wagyu is nice. Right, but uh, picanha is definitely a, a piece of meat that I, that I like to play with. I wish that I had charcoal grill or wood fire grill here in the restaurant. I don't have that. Uh, uh, so I wish that I had that to, to have that to, to give it a better flavor to the picanha. Um, but uh, but uh, definitely that's it. That's a deal for next Tuesday. <laughs> well, that one's nice and easy to prep too. I mean, uh, pretty much you just need salt for a good picanha. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you need that. It would be better if you had a good fire. 
Can't you put a grill out back? A little charcoal grill? Uh, well, it, which I, I, I had to ch I would have to change the entire exhaust system. I did try. I did thought oh, about did it. Really? I did think of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking, you know, I see uh, shows where I watch, you know, like a uh, Food Network or something, and they got these uh, restaurants where they have like a little barbecue pit or a, a charcoal grill. I or don't have like a back door. Oh, you don't have a back I door? I don't have yeah, a back door. Yeah, and I would have to change the entire exhaust system uh, in order to have wood fire. Yeah, not inside. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was thinking outside. Yeah. Well, I do like what you do on, on steak night, though, that it is a different cut every mm -hmm. week because it's kind of nice to not know I'm going to get the same thing every week. I can come up and be like, what chef's cooking tonight? You know, I know it's going to be red meat, but what's it going to be? And, uh, I like and uh, when you come in and you are into the, in the mood of, of steaks, we, can, we talk about what you want to, how you would like to eat it. You know, I, I, there's many ways that I can do it. And I don't, I, I mean, I'm in this business because of you guys, because of the customers, because of people that come and enjoy the, the meal. So, uh, uh, um, so when you come here, you, got, you want a steak. Okay, let's talk about what we can do with the steak. There you go. That's the, you're, you're touching on that you cook to order. People right. want something, you're going right. to make it for them. Right. I think that's fantastic. And I think uh, <coughs> restaurants like yours, we've seen a few of them here in Katy that do that. And I think that's huge as far as customer service. It's huge when people come in with families and have kids and kids want something specific and you're, you're able to take care of them. I think right, that's, that's right. I have, uh, I have many people that come here because of they, I know what their, their dietary restrictions are. Yeah. So I cook for, for them and make them in the, their meal interesting. So okay. Tuesday is steak night, and Wednesday? Tapas. 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 Tell yeah. us about tapas. What, how does that tapa, work? Tapas is originally from uh, Barcelona, <coughs> Spain. Uh, the, the, the name of tapa comes from uh, uh, these uh, wine bars in, in Barcelona, uh, on the Barcelona streets. They used to uh, be outside, or they were outside, they are outside. So they used to have flies around, and uh, they, people would, would put a plate on top of the, what, the glass so the fly wouldn't go in. So uh, that's like tapa means that. That's the top. Okay. And, right? Oh, interesting. So that, that little plate that is on top of the wine I glass. I didn't know so that. that uh, and uh, some of the, one of the bars decided to put a little sandwich, a little bread or with something on top uh, for the people that were enjoying the, um, the wine, something to eat. You know, it could have been a, 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 a toaster, which is a toasted bread with tomato and uh, fresh tomato and uh, jamón serrano, which is a tra version of prosciutto di parma. Uh, so they, they did many things, uh, boquerones, which are the fresh anchovies, uh, many things on top of the, uh, this little place while people are drink drinking so their wine. that serves as the base, and you have different toppings that go on there. Right, so. right. And when you do that on Wednesdays, is it kind of a, a same, you get the same variety every week, or you, you get change it, it up? No, it's the same variety every week uh, for now. I, want I, like, I, like to, I like to get more people on the, you know, in, in, involved with that, so the more people I get, the more uh, enthusiastic I get on it. Okay, <laughs> And the, uh, and the uh, Tapas, but I, I do I do uh, traditional Spanish uh, tapas, and I also do the South American uh, type of tapas. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a little appetizer. So the way I do it, it's a little, little appetizer, not even a tapa itself. And then it's Thursdays, funny. Thursdays are what? Thursday, uh, we're coming with uh, fish. We're gonna do a fish and seafood uh, day on, on, on Thursdays. Uh, fish and seafood, seafood days. Uh, I want to play also with those things. Uh, so tell me what fish and seafood might be. What? What could they expect when again, they again? Again, I was see, I see what is in the market. I see okay. what, uh, what 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 I find, and then after when you come in, you I talk to you what you want, to, how you want your fish. Perfect. So it's not the same fish every week. It's not no, the same no, no. seafood every week. And it's different flavor profiles. You different come in, you come in, techniques. and I tell you what I have, and then after they say you, I give you ideas how we can make it, and uh, 
we make it your fish, uh, the fish for you. Okay. That sounds really good, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm big into seafood, so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on Fridays and Saturdays, are more, a little tougher because uh, also I have uh, the catering business at private parties. Most of most Fridays and Saturdays, I'm, I'm out doing uh, catering. So uh, my staff, is be- I have beautiful people working in the back, but uh, but uh, they don't have that freedom of, uh, oh, no, no, not the freedom, I wouldn't say the freedom. They would have the freedom if I had the... Uh, the, I had them train, train better. So slowly, slowly, they've been getting to know what we're doing here. And uh, Fridays and Saturdays are a little tougher to get, uh, if I'm not here, to get that, something like that. Well, we talked about your signature dishes, and we just got done talking about your specials and kind of what you do on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or kind of your nights for specials. But you have some new menu items that you were talking to us about. And, and I wanted to touch on one particular dish and then talk about kind of what you're doing for keto-friendly. The one dish that you'd mentioned, I'm going to say it in English, you say it in, in Spanish, the roasted pork. It's yes. called? Yes, <laughs> pernil. And um, uh, the roasted pork is kind of a, uh, pernil is a, is a traditional way that we do uh, in Venezuela, especially on, for, for Christmas time. But um, It's called cachapa? Cachapa, it is a, cachapa, it is a, a corn a pancake. Okay. Okay. Um, the the cachapa it is it's a kind of a big pancake made out of corn. So if you take a dinner plate, it's about the size of the inner uh, it's part a, of that dinner plate. It's about the size of the dinner plate, and you we top pancake. it we top it with a, um, it's about the same size of the the of piece of fish uh, cheese. Sorry, with cheese. It's, it's, white, it's a white to cheese, similar similar to mozzarella, but a little saltier. Okay, okay? and it, 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 it firmer and texture on the, and the similar to mozzarella. But a little firmer and saltier than the than the mozzarella. Okay. That's why we will go on top of the uh, of the cachapa, and then the pork that we were talking and about. And the pork goes on top. And that okay. salsa criolla, which is a so kind of a uh, okay. uh, kind of a, ch- a blend of chimichurri with pico de gallo, if you wanna. Okay. Chimichurri, I like a lot. Since, but doing like salsa criolla with uh, with uh, it's a blend of pico de gallo and chimichurri. You, Rob, you make a outstanding chimichurri. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you do. I've I had it. it. <laughs> uh, that, you show me the picture of that dish, Chef. I saw, yeah. We saw it the other day, and it, I can't wait till you get it on the menu because it looks, I mean, it, I wanted to try it right away. It looks so good. So that was one I wanted to bring up. But you're also doing some uh, keto-friendly dishes, and the one yeah. that stuck out to me was. The cauliflower paella. Yeah. The cauliflower paella, yeah. Uh, we went to, uh, we have it now. We, anybody that wants to have a paella. And I was going to keto. I have the cauliflower, and I'm also doing as a side for uh, as an option of the. Um, sorry, I had a phone call. Anyway, um, as an option of uh, of uh, the um, the keto for the steak, uh, it is the uh, cauliflower risotto. So instead of uh, doing a, um, a rice, it's I do cauliflower. It's yeah. interesting. I think right. people who are doing the keto, Sean, you do it a little bit. Yeah, I do it from time to time. I, you know, that'll be super popular come January when <laughs> holidays are over and everyone's keto. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Is there yeah. anything else on the uh, uh, on the on menu? We're uh, on the keto. We're we're, we're doing that for also uh, for lunch when I do a keto salads. You know, uh, okay. keto friendly salads. When I add that um, for lunch, uh, thinking of the ladies that are staying out and um, want to. Um, is something healthy. Any other new menu items just in, that are going to be on the menu? Well, uh, or that menu still items, working on that. We, we are, uh, for dinner, I'm 
kind of a hantize a little because my kitchen is small and I don't, ha I don't have that, you know, sure. space. And I don't want to go crazy on many things that I want I to agree. do. I agree, keeping it simple. And, the, and then I have to complicate my the, the entire restaurant life. It's, it's going to be me, it's going to be the, the you guys coming to eat and uh, having too many items in the menu. That's why I don't have a bigger menu because it's a small kitchen yeah and everything is made fresh yeah everything absolutely. is made, made to order so uh, uh that complicates a little more things so um so we talked about new menu items which i'm looking forward to trying that pork mm -hmm. your signature dishes we talked about your specials but you're open for lunch as well yes we open uh monday through friday uh, saturday from 11 a.m to 9 p.m uh, we say 9 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays, but we're never here <laughs> out by tw midnight yeah, because say, people I've come. Been here later than that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a customer once that came uh, and uh, on a Saturday and uh, we it was quarter to ten and I had some pe see people here in the restaurant and he walked in and I sat down uh, with a bottle of wine and <laughs> like he was like, ready to be served and uh, we were technically close and uh, I I didn't want to tell him that and he ordered paella which he said. The, the dish that takes the longest uh and i made him the paella we left here by 12 and I, after he paid <laughs> i told him i told him we were supposed to be close we technically we were technically close and i said why you didn't tell me because i thought if i told you that we were close you wouldn't come back that's right <laughs> well you took care of him and that's very right. nice of you well and that's one of those things you know he'll remember that all the time right i, mean, I think right. part of what makes a restaurant like this so special is that you'll you know, you'll, if you've got the ingredients, you'll cook it. You'll right. tweak things for what people want. And I, I never understand the restaurants around town that are so rigid with what their menu items are. And, you know, I understand the artistic side of things. But at the end of the day, people want what they want. And, you know, that the ability to kind of tweak things and make it your own as a customer, I, I think, goes a long way with a lot of people. And if they can come to your place and get it the way they want, they're going to come back. That's, 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 the, what, that's the idea. And uh, besides, again, I, I, Again, I, I, in this business, not not because I like cooking, uh, it's because I like people, uh, and. Uh, but you like to cook too. I, well, I, <laughs> no, but yeah, but I, I, when you when you I want to explain myself here, it is it is people because around dinner about eating like you said brings people together. Absolutely. You know, and uh, the more people enjoy themselves, the happier I am, and. Uh, Cooking is uh, my way of, you know, connecting with them and making them happy. So that's why I'm in this business. Uh, it is more about people than the cooking itself. Right. If you, if, 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 it's, if uh, what makes you give sense, them, if that, that makes, makes them happy. Yeah. yeah. If, it, if it makes sense, is that more people are happy, I am happy. So makes perfect sense uh, to there, me. There's nothing that brings people together quite like good food, good wine, good beverages, all of that kind of stuff. And you, know, you can take people from all different sorts walks of life and mm. different diverse backgrounds and different views of the world and if you put mm. some good food and some good wine in front of them they're probably going to be able to get along just fine they're going to be friends <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. and the good thing is here that the, that the good thing here is that you good wine you said you mentioned good wine yep you bring your own wine so if it's not good it's not my fault and <laughs> and, and the best part what currently what's your corkage fee nothing no corkage fee which you know we rob and i did a, a, a podcast last week where we talked a little bit about the places around the katie area that allow you to bring your own wine and we have no issue paying a corkage fee we know that you know, obviously places provide a service by letting us bring our own wine but it's a really nice perk that 
think you're the only place I know of around that lets you bring it and doesn't charge a corkage fee. And, you know, hey, people that are drinking wine, they're probably going to stick around and eat more. So it's a win-win <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Rob, yeah. Rob and I are known to come to a place like this with a backpack full of wine and share it with whoever wants a glass. The, good thing, about, the good thing about that, when you come with a backpack full of wine, I get a glass. So <laughs> we're happy, that's, like we said earlier, we're happy to share. It's always right, about sharing. Right. But, no, I love that uh, about you, Chef. And, and quite honestly, I think it's you probably should charge a corking fee, but that's your choice. Uh, it, is, it is my choice because uh, um, I don't think that uh, that is going to gonna make me, uh, you know, uh, grow as a business, no? Uh, I, I, it is f I know you guys would think it is fair that I charge a cork fee. Uh, I don't know. I probably I'll... In a year, we say how stupid I am that I'm not charging cork fee. But uh, but uh, I think it's more about again, it's you guys. You know, people coming well, here and you're in the self. Uh, 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 I'm not gonna be richer because I charge you ten dollars for cork fee. Uh, uh, and the only reason I say it is because, like Sean said, you do provide a service. Your people come and open it. Your people take care of their servers. The glasses. Take, take care of the server. We definitely do that. <laughs> but uh, you're allowing the them server, to do that as yeah, part of the, the service. Server, so. The server, the server, would be happy you take care of him. Touche yep. to you. That's a good comeback. <laughs> Take care of the server. So that, that's absolutely true. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you like to cook more or do you like to eat more? Uh, I think that I question. like more. I like more cooking. Okay. Uh, because when I cook, I eat a lot. <laughs> so uh, uh, this is why uh, I run every day. Yeah. If I can, if I can know, stay in uh, shape and eat what I eat without <laughs> running, I probably do. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> Uh, that's why I'm not in shape. <laughs> but uh, well, but I, every day, I, since I no, live right I, behind I, your restaurant, I run every day. Maybe I need to come take you out running. Uh, maybe you have. To, uh, I'm walking now. I just walked. <laughs> we can I walk. Started walk. I started walking. I started walking not too long ago. And uh, um, I, I'm rusty. I, that, have, that's I, I like his question. Do you like to eat or cook? But I want to take it. Do you like what? What is your favorite kind of food? I mean, you got Italian. Mm -hmm. You've worked in the Asian kitchens, you told us. Right. You uh, obviously, we, the we, South American Venezuelan, you know a little bit of the Spain it, Mediterranean. It, that, that's why we, we close on Sundays. And we, on Sundays, uh, uh, it's it for my family, it's for my daughters. And uh, my daughters and I, we enjoy cook, uh, eating also. We enjoy coming and going out and, uh, you know, um, enjoy what's going, out, what's going on out there. And uh, every, si every Sunday, we go outside and something different sometimes we eat italian sometimes we eat asian we do we do we're open to new food new kind of food cuisine um uh, but it's again it's it's a family time so we don't go to eat it's just we you go to to stay to be together for right again uh, the food brings right. you together right um but uh I, I don't know sometimes i crave uh, south american sometimes i crave italian uh, which is tough to find <laughs> for me. The, the, the reason I'm it. asking the question, I'm trying to see if there's something you say you love to eat that, you know, I, I I'm would a steak think guy. Steak. Steak's so your favorite. I'm a steak guy. Okay. I'm a steak guy. So okay. that's, uh, that's why uh, uh, my steak nights are, for me, are special because I'm a steak guy. Uh, uh, if I'm going with friends, you, I go to your house, you're going to see me next to the grill. Okay. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Cool. All right. Um, you do some really cool stuff here. I mean, obviously, we've talked about your food, and you've got great food. I do want to talk one thing about your menu. We, we talked the other day about your kids' menu, and you've got – tell us the dishes you have on that right well, now. Well, uh, for kids, I have uh, I have the Alfredo pasta with chicken. I have the tomato sauce. With, I have the chicken quesadillas. But I also have grilled salmon with grilled vegetables. 
and grilled chicken with grilled vegetables. So I think that they, we have to give the, uh, the kids also healthy options to, uh, to eat. I understand that, uh, that, um, that um, it's easier to give them chicken nuggets, but uh, you also you go outside, you have to, you, 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 I like to have people have the option of some healthy food. And yes, I have to make it bigger on uh, on the chicken <laughs> because some people are just yeah. I think that. you know kids at yeah, that age, six, that seven, is, eight that years is old, coming, that's that is coming. But I have a good uh, cost kid customers here with that it wants to eat the the, the real salmon with vegetables. They love their vegetables. They ask me what kind of uh, the, the vegetable they what we have here. Um, they love asparagus. They love grilled tomatoes. They love grilled onions. You know, I have kids that ask me for vegetables. But for the kids that only like chicken nuggets, you're looking yeah. at... Uh, uh, we're going to have chicken nuggets. You're going to have yeah. chicken nuggets. Yes, you're adding yes. that to the I kids. I realize meat. that. Um, again, I'm here for, for you guys. And, Perfect. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. what I serve is what you, you eat. <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure that that's known, that this is family-friendly. Right. Uh, you know, right. it's not just for date night. It's not just for couples and, and groups. It's for the family. Bring your kids up. Come enjoy right. the restaurant. Enjoy a great meal. And right. uh, absolutely, kids are welcome. Um, but you do some other things. So we've talked about the restaurant, all the cool things as far as food and everything. Mm -hmm. But through the restaurant, you mentioned it a little bit ago, you, you do some catering or uh, let's call it uh, special events. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, tell us a little bit about that. I don't want to call it catering. You educated yeah. me on that. Well, I do catering. Okay. Yeah, catering is uh, when I when I you talk about catering, the first thing that comes to the mind is uh, a buffet type, uh, shafers and uh, food warm. I uh, put it put it on, on the shafers. Um, I'm more to on to, uh, to cooking on site. I'm more for freshness. Uh, uh, when, if you ask me for do you want a party uh, at a venue, uh, the first my, my first question is gonna be do they have a kitchen? Can I cook outside? because I want to serve fresh food. So uh, I, 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 catering is bringing the food already, pre already made to your house or to the, to the venue. What I do is uh, more, uh, more personal, you know, uh, it is more uh, fresh. It's that I try to do it as much as I can on site. So uh, if I want to grill, I, I've done it, a wedding for 200 people and grilling uh, steaks. Uh, next to the venue so you have you have uh the steak fresh made right as opposed to having you know a steak that came from another kitchen in a in a in a, in a cooler uh keep cooking there and you have it very well done and i never i never heard of a, a a caterer asking to cook on site i mean i've had i've had events and i've been to events where they bring it out just like you described in the big Shake, what do you call them? Shafers. Shafers. And, you know, put them on their stand, light the little thing, warm right. them back up. Uh, and I'm for you to say you want to cook on site anytime it's possible, I, I think that, I think it sets you apart. I don't know, Sean. Have you seen a lot of chefs that do that? Cook on site? You know, there's a couple around, I think, that'll do it. Alex at Da Vinci once in a while would go to people's houses and he would cook on site. Um, I think there's a, you know, I've seen some people have a couple of the sushi chefs around town come to their house and, and do something similar. But no, in general, you know, catering is a prepared offsite and, and show up. And, you know, there's certainly something different about that. It's, it's not going to taste the same once it's kind of mass produced and it's stuck in a, you know, foil pan. And then you bring it an hour or two later and, and kind of reheat it. Yeah. And, and just, you know, when we talk about private parties or catering or events that you do, I mean, it can be a birthday, it can be an anniversary. 
could be something, you know, you want to do a business luncheon or an event. It could be weddings. Just get-togethers with some friends. I mean, friends you might have a, a, a weekend, a Saturday, where you got great weather and you want to sit out back, but you don't mm -hmm. feel like cooking. Mm -hmm. They can coordinate with you, and right. you can friends come out with together. a good meal. I've, I've done many, many, many times. So the friends, friends getting together, and uh, we don't want to cook. We just want to uh, just open some wine. Right. And yeah. uh, have somebody to take care of us. Um, uh, and I, I like to say uh, that it's a, it's a, um, it's a prime service. It is a, it is a, something special. The idea is to make you feel special. And you, you have a minimum when you do that. It's it's eight hundred dollars. But typically, you mm -hmm. you know, obviously you can feed two people really really well for eight hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. But you had told us that gets up to ten people. So I mean, yeah. typically you can be about. 80 bucks a person, you're still right. going to have a pretty good menu. Right, yeah. right, right. And uh, the menu, I also have to uh, highlight that a uh, menu is customized. We sit down and we talk about what you like, what are your, uh, your what your taste like, what you feel like having that day, uh, how you feel like doing it. It could be appetizer type, heavy, heavy appetizers, because I can't make a paella as an appetizer. Right. Uh, um, I can't make a filet mignon as an appetizer. Okay, or you got, or you want to have a seated down dinner, more formal dinner, so I, that that can be done too. Okay, but it's to what you want to serve. It's your menu, so. And the price will fluctuate depending on what on they degree, want. On but, uh, they want. Yeah, and then the number of people. But you know, we right. said eight, two to ten. That's your minimum, eight hundred. But you can do parties of three, four hundred people, no problem. Correct. Correct. We just had one of three hundred people today. <laughs> oh, today. <laughs> yeah. This, Holy cow. We, okay. we were at Conoco Phillips this morning. So is that why when I when I came up and I saw you sitting on the back of the truck, yeah, I was you resting, tired? resting a little. <laughs> <laughs> you just, that's quite an event. I, I, well, just, wow. I just put everything in the, in the kitchen, <laughs> resting a little. I don't blame you. That's Everything went well with that one, I guess? Everything went well. Good. Everything Good. went well. I got a couple of uh, other contracts out of that. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. The other, the other thing you do that uh, I thought was really cool, Sean, was the cooking classes that you can do here at the restaurant with you. Yes. Um, you know, when I, when I started doing the catering in New Jersey, the private parties in New Jersey, uh, one day somebody asked me, how do you do this? So uh, I told him, that's going to be a class. Joking, no? Yeah. That's going to be a class. And uh, he took that. I <laughs> okay. So we get, they, they got a group together, so I went to their house and uh, give them the class and taught them how I, how I did it. Obviously, the menu was shorter because it would take time to, make sure. to do those things. Uh, but it also was a dinner, okay, for the dinner party. And that's how my private party's cooking class came over. When I opened the restaurant, people okay, asked me, because everywhere, I, all, all of my business cards, uh, my trucks, uh, everywhere says cooking classes, no? private parties and cooking classes. They asked me for the cooking classes, and I said, Okay, let's do cooking classes. But uh, I don't, I've done some classes that are structured, that uh, we're going to do today salmon and uh, market it as a cooking class. And uh, one thing that I noticed is that when different people come, to, they go from everywhere, and they meet here, they don't know each other, the class is very tense. Yes. Okay? It is very, you know, uh, they don't they don't want to mess out. They don't want to ask the right the, uh, what they think. They it don't, be they're not comfortable with each other, so they, they, they kind of hold uh, back. Right. They, they don't want to ask what they think we could be a stupid question. And the police is a very good question. But they don't ask it. They keep it for themselves because they don't feel like a, they don't know they don't know these people and they don't want to be embarrassed. But so, now what you do, you told us, is it can be by group. 
you make your own group and we create a menu for you guys and then so you come six to 16 people is what right, you told us right and, we, and it's on mondays and tuesdays only if you want right, to do it right. bring our own wine right once we've discussed the menu with right. you uh, you're going to tell us, okay, per person, it's going to be somewhere between 45 and 85 a person. Right. But we're going to come up here in your kitchen, mm -hmm. a professional kitchen. And we're going to do a dinner. And together. we're going to get to get back there and do a dinner with you. We're going to do a dinner. And then you sit down and enjoy your dinner. We serve you. And you know what I think is great about that is, you know, Sean on Foodies, we get so many people who we like to cook. I, lo I uh -huh. love to cook. Sean loves to cook. And we see other people. But there's certain things that... It might be like, I know how to cook this really well, but, uh, man, I don't know how to cook that. And, I, and you have things on your menu I'd love to learn how to cook. Okay. This is an opportunity to do that. And I'd be happy yeah. to have you here. I'd be yeah. happy to have everyone here in my kitchen. Mi casa su casa. And, I, you know, I think that just that warm welcome kind of vibe that you have here, that, like I've said a couple times today, that, that just that really goes a long way. You know, you walk in here and you, you feel like you're a part of your family and really welcome here and... Um, you value all the customers that come through the door and right. people pick up on that for sure. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be getting a group together, chef, and, and try to come up on a Monday, Tuesday. Let's with do you. it. Let's have fun. Uh, when, when, you, when you come with your group, your friends, it everybody's is fun. Everybody's comfortable. Everybody's talking. Everybody's drinking, having a glass of wine, uh, uh, having fun, making jokes, uh, you know, uh, asking questions, uh, laughing at the, yeah. the, the stupid question the others made. made. And that we, we, we're friends, you know, with cooking I see together. it being a great night, and I get to learn a little something. You know, like you said, right. friends and food and wine, but I'm learning something that night as right. well. Whatever I'm doing here as a, as a restaurant, you can come into the kitchen and see how we do it. And then after, sit down and have a glass of wine and eat it. Yeah. So that's really cool. What, is there something else you thought was pretty cool? Not at the top of my head. I'm going I'm to remind <laughs> you of the other thing that I thought was really cool. You do something that I kind of heard of on different shows, but I, I uh, and, and I've seen it more in Europe where I, I've seen cooking shows and food shows that talked about these underground dinners. Right. Oh, yeah. Where they would go in <laughs> and have these underground dinners. And uh, tell right. us a little bit about that because it intrigued me quite uh, a bit. Uh, well, I, I had a cafeteria, an office building, and I was, I was paying the rent. Um, it was a Monday to Friday um, uh, business that I was doing breakfast, lunch, breakfast and lunches. And I had a space at night also closed there. And I came with that, this idea. I heard that too. I didn't, I didn't reinvent the wheel or anything like that. It was to be, it exists. It is a supper club in uh, Europe. It is a, a, um, these underground dinners. Uh, they're, they're, you know, uh, pop-up restaurants. Uh, yes. Th that exists. So I, I said, uh, le let's do this, okay? Let's do this underground dinners. But uh, also, was, I, in, I do a catering in New Jersey every year. We say pig roast, 200 pound pigs. And uh, every year we do a different theme. We go to a different country, you know, to, make, to do the, uh, the party around the pig and the, this, this uh, theme. So we have done in Hawaii, Barbados, South Africa, Morocco, add this catering in, uh, in New Jersey. So I said that let's do this on the ground and I call it tour around the world. So and in, in Katy, I mean in Houston, Katy, you used to do it at a different location. Yes. Uh, was it this office, office building in Wilkes? Where you had uh, a cafeteria in there and right, you do it there. But now you're now gonna bring it here. I am I'm, I'm gonna in the restaurant. I've done a couple here. I've done a couple here. I was doing it on Saturday. Saturdays got busier. So I, uh, we are debating if we're doing a Wednesday or Thursday night. And, and it's gonna and be on the ground dinners, tour around the world. Each time we go to a different country uh, with wine, 
and so live it's music. touring the globe through food. Yes. Which is really cool. I, each I, time I'm I, intrigued to do that. I each time when I go to a different country. And uh, if we go to, for example, Peru, they don't have wine. We do cocktails with, uh, with, uh, with their... Uh, and, and you said, depending on you know, where, where you go on the globe, you might even have a, a, a chef that's a friend of yours that right. specializes in come in and, and cook because that's what I he don't does. know everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, and I think that's great you know, to know that, hey, these are my limitations and boundaries, but right. I still want to do it, and I've got a friend who can cook it, so right. I, you're going to learn something from yeah. him. Of course. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it, is, uh, it is not about being the star of it uh, everywhere. You know, you, there's people, good people, good chefs around here that, you know, they can show off too and uh, show what they can do uh, from... Uh, so these underground dinners, they include dinner, uh, you guys cook and do everything for us and that's specialized cuisine depending on where you are it's in the globe and then it includes whatever wine and the pairings that mm -hmm. would go with that food if wine right. is applicable or it's going to be cocktails or whatever right. cocktail or alcoholic right. beverage that goes in that right is it that five dish. course dinner five course which is a th the first course is three little tapas okay three different flavors with a yeah. with a, a prosecco or a champagne or cocktail with a with a uh, Espumante, and then we go from there. Five courses with dessert and everything. Live music, and uh, that, that, how are you going to do that? You said Wednesdays or Thursdays. Are you going to make it like you're going to put it on your Facebook page? We want to put it put it on Facebook page. I wish I I, I hope that you guys first. How many it. people? I mean, you're going to limit uh, this it to is a ma max of twenty four people. Twenty four people, and okay. we close the restaurant for that. It's What's the minimum you have to have to make sure the event happens? Uh, At least how many? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Right. I, I I need to close the restaurant. You don't want to. You don't want to be agree. That's why I wanted to ask that question. You don't want to be here. You know, and that people walk, customer walk. Walking, you know, into the right. restaurant. Right. That I think it would break the the uh, the, uh, the, the the meaning of these underground dinners. The it's experience of it, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, it, it is closing the closing the restaurant, um, and um, for you guys, okay. So nobody's gonna rush you out. I always say when I when I, when I present the first dish and I told them nobody's rushing you out. Enjoy yourself. No, I got Have a question fun. for you. Are you going to put out a, you know, a, a part of the world that you're going to do the next one and everybody sign up? Or can somebody call you and, or email you and go, Chef, we'd like you to do something from I'm open wherever. to, uh, yeah, I'm and open to suggestions. Obviously, I'm open okay. to suggestions. Okay. De definitely, I'm open to suggestions. Again, it's about you guys, <laughs> not about me. Is <laughs> there anything <laughs> off limits in the globe? Are we talking about the big uh, world? Well, I'm not big on a, on a, on a sushi. Okay. I, I, we, uh, we know some people I'm, might be able to help you with that. Yeah, I'm not big on sushi. Uh, there's certain things you can do with sushi, and I, I have uh, people that can do that too, but I'm not big on a, on a Thai cuisine, for example. Okay. I know Thai cuisine. I eat Thai cuisine, but it's a, I, I don't want to say that I, I'm a Thai chef. Sure, sure. So uh, if I have uh, somebody from Thailand that wants to come and... Uh, Cook with cook, you. Cook with me. Um, he'd be welcome. Perfect. Sure, he'd be, we'll, we'll be it's welcome. one of the things I actually would like to learn how to cook is Thai food. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, I've done uh, some dishes, but I cannot say, call myself as a Thai chef. Awesome. Those are some great things that you're doing here. I mean, I'm, I've come to your restaurant, like I said, at least half a dozen times already, mm -hmm. and I enjoy it every time. But I did not know that you did the uh, the cooking classes, which 
I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to and these underground dinners, which I think are really, really cool. I think yeah. Katie Fort Bend Foodies has so many people that are friends and connected on there. I don't yeah. think it would be hard to get 18, 24 people to come do. Yeah, it is. A, like it, it is. A, uh, normally, it's been a, a, five courses with wine, live music, and everything is included. We decorated the restaurant uh, with the theme that yeah. we're doing. Uh, if we want to do Peru, we have the Peruvian flag and we have, you know, the Peruvian uh, decoration. Uh, if we want to do Sp Spain, we want to do Spanish decoration with a Spanish flag. And we go, f we try to be as, mo uh, go as much as we, as close as we can of, uh, to, to the, to the country. That's uh, awesome. So Sean, we want to talk about you being an admin in Katie Fort Bend Foodies. I think you and Chef have, and your admin people have worked out a an event? Yeah, we have. So we've got some, I think, really exciting news. This will be the second event that we've done up here at Essentials. We did one about a year ago, and um, that was really, really well received. So we're going to do something a little bit unique and do a back-to-back -back, uh, two night in a row on October 22nd and 23rd. And it'll be $22 a person, and everything will be served kind of family style. So we're going to have uh, a couple appetizers, which will be the cachapa. Did I say the it right? Cachapa, yeah. I did say it right. Perfect. Uh, so we'll have the cachapa. Um, we're going to have some spinach, manchego cheese, and dates empanadas. So I'm excited to taste that. That yeah. sounds really good. Um, a lamb T-bone with fried yucca succotash on top of it. Uh, that's one of the tapas menu items that Essentials has here. And then for the entrees, we'll have the couple things, the rigatoni bolognese which will be a, a kind of a nice little Italian flair. And then we're going to get to try the cauliflower rice seafood paella. So I'm really excited to try oh, that and nice. see what a, a low-carb option will be like. And then for dessert, we'll have two different desserts. We're going to have Nutella tres leches and then passion fruit and mango parfait. So we'll get that announced here on the Katie Fortbin Foodie Group in the next couple of days and sign it up. We'll have 24 spots open for each of the two days that we're going to hold that event. So on the 22nd and 23rd, we'll have 24 spots for each of those nights. Uh, like I said, $22 a person. Remember, you can bring your own wine, no corkage fee. I think that's just a fantastic deal. And uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a really fun event. Can't, can't wait to 22 have bucks. So you can't beat that. <laughs> no, you, you can't eat like this for $22. Remember, no cork fee. Take care of the server. Yeah, typically, you go to a restaurant. This is one of the things I liked it about here earlier. But you go to a restaurant, and you order one dish, and that's what you eat. You pick something off the menu. To be able to come up for, and it, and it cost you 22 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Come up here that night, support that event, and 22 bucks, you get to try all the things Sean just mentioned. That's a great deal. Yep, can't mm -hmm. wait. So look for that. Uh, we'll post that probably next Tuesday in Katie Fort Bend Foodies, and uh, I'm guessing probably around noon on Tuesday. So if we get the podcast out before then, then uh, hopefully people hear yeah, it. And we'll have we'll the podcast out in the next day. So awesome. We'll have this done by tomorrow. So we'll have a sign-up sheet up, and uh, looking forward to having that. And uh, pre we appreciate you uh, hosting us again for a second time. Uh, happy to have you here. Well, I'm glad that we had a chance to talk to you about uh, your restaurant, what you're doing in, in the community and in, in our backyard, and all the food that you're putting out and the other things that you offer with the cooking classes and the uh, underground dinners. I didn't know a lot of this stuff, so it was mm -hmm. great to come in and, and learn all these things that you're doing, and now I'm excited to kind of take part in some of these things. Um, but I do, Chef, I want to touch on a, a couple of other things. One, I want to tell people where you're located that might be listening to this out in Katy. Uh, you're at 2731 FM 1463, Suite 800. Right. And, Sean, you, you live out here. Give them, 
coming which way? Give them some good directions yep. out here. All right, so if you are heading south on 1463 from either uh, getting off I-10 at the 1463 exit or the Cane Island exit, uh, both of those kind of flow into 1463. And uh, Essentials is located basically right at the corner of South Firethorn and 1463 across the street from the CVS. So it would be the, hold on, the south east corner of 1463 in South Florida. You, you see a pepperonis on one end of you. What's right on the other side? A dental, Sealy Dentals on the other side. You're uh, right there. Yeah, well, there is also uplifting. So we're giving uh, some, some advertising to some other people. <laughs> well, the other thing I wanted to mention, Chef, is you were very, very gracious in saying that uh, doing this podcast, you wanted to put out a an offer, a special, a kind of promotion to all the people who listen to the podcast and right. come into the restaurant, that if they come in and they mention to you that they heard the podcast, they can have a free pasta. Right. It's not just any free pasta. <laughs> this is a pasta that they get to create. Right. Excellent. They get to tell you what they like, flavors, whatever, and you're going to put it together for them. Yes. Everybody can be different. Yeah, that's right. That's amazing. I that's mean, it's not idea. like you're just getting one pasta. You can do no, whatever no, no. you want. We, we, they come here, they mention this, uh, this podcast, and uh, we want to make a pasta for them the way they want it. So that's on the house? On the house. Wow. That's awesome. Sean, I think that's a great deal. Yep. That's fantastic. So, uh, again, just come in, mention that you heard the podcast, and you want your free pasta. Right. And then you get to tell Chef how you want it created. Correct. That's awesome. Well, Chef, thank you for uh, spending a little time with us, letting us talk about what you do, your food, the restaurant, kind of the other things you have going on. We really appreciate you joining us today. Sean, anything else you want to cover? I don't think, think so, no. We're really looking forward to seeing you on the 22nd and 23rd. So look for that post next Tuesday, you yep, said? Yeah, we should have that up next Tuesday, so look for the post first on that. First come, first serve. Yep, except I may come both nights. We'll see. There you go. Well, thank you again. We appreciate, uh, Chef, you joining us on an episode of Food, Wine, and Whiskey in Your Own Backyard. And until our next episode, enjoy your next pour. <laughs>